Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Manassas, WTLP-FM, Braddock Heights, Frederick. Let's get back to Carlos in the traffic center. Thank you so much, Dimitri. Watching the interloop of the Beltway, things are still down to an absolute stop. Interloop is completely stopped just before Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm not seeing any traffic go by at the camera for Pennsylvania Avenue itself. Uh, you got delays well back towards Richie Marlboro Road. Now, there was a vehicle and a tractor trailer involved here, one of which was in the woods. So hopefully they start to let at least a shoulder by. But as of this moment, looks like they did stop traffic. Also on the interloop, there's an accident seen near Kenilworth Avenue. I am seeing traffic moving here. The delay is stretching back towards Route 1. Be aware of that one. 123 still shut down between Glebe Road and Mary Ridge Road. That is for that down tree and wires from earlier this evening. Uh, pardon me. Also, keep in mind Huntington Avenue eastbound is shut down at Route 1 near Fort Hunt Road. Follow police direction in that area. TOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez. WTOP traffic. To Veronica Johnson. Fog and rain, rain and fog. The bulk of this moderate rain will start to ease by 8 to 9 p.m. Not necessarily coming to an end. There'll still be some isolated showers overnight and can't rule out a stray shower tomorrow. But temperatures, not bad at all, into the mid-40s tonight and just shy of 60 degrees Thursday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Gaithersburg is at 53, down to the 40s later. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. W. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up two months later, D.C. voters are being officially notified they may have been impacted by a huge data breach. D.C. residents who rely on federal help to cover the grocery bills may not get a boost in the new year. Maryland is getting a higher minimum wage in the new year. I'm Nick Agnelli. It's not being injured after running into a burning building that's killing more firefighters. I'm Mike Marilla. We are going back 30 years when it seemed like Middle East peace was possible with former ABC News correspondent John Donvan. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The holiday travel rush continues with roads and LAX expected to be packed in California. KNX's John Baird with more. The reason for the crowded roadways is simple. Some people are coming home from a Christmas get-together with family or friends, and others are just leaving town to ring in the New Year. Some people tell me they'll stay at home and sit this one out. I live out here, so I'll be here for the holidays. Is that good or bad? It's great. <laughs> I don't got to deal with traffic. For the next few days, the advice is if you're going on a trip, leave early or leave late to avoid all of the traffic. A massive winter storm that blanketed the central U.S. in snow is moving east, bringing drenching rain and prompting flood watches and warnings from Florida to New England. Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. New Year's Eve forecast for us for the ball drop in New York City. Dry temperatures should be in the 40s. As a whole, a lot of dry out there, a lot of sunshine for us on New Year's Day itself. One area to watch that could include across the Gulf Coast, New Orleans to Atlanta, rain showers in the forecast for 2024. Secretary of State Antony Blinken takes part in closed-door talks in Mexico in an effort to tackle an influx of migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border. He met with President Andres Manuel López Obrador and other top Mexican officials. The BBC's Will Grant reports from Mexico City. Currently, I think what Andres Manuel López Obrador wants as a sort of quid pro quo for a willingness to work with the Biden administration is improvement in the relations with Cuba and Venezuela, increased development aid for some of the countries of origin of these migrants. 
Israel launches strikes across central and southern Gaza, broadening its fight. The World Health Organization warns that Gaza is in grave peril due to acute hunger and desperation throughout the territory. Qatar and Egypt had been negotiating for a possible exchange of hostages and prisoners. CBS contributor Robert Berger in Jerusalem. Hostage negotiations are deadlocked because Israel and Hamas have diametrically opposed views on a ceasefire. Israel has offered a two-week ceasefire as the first stage of a limited prisoner swap, but Hamas says it won't release any hostages until Israel ends the war. The New York Times is suing OpenAI and Microsoft, trying to end the practice of using its stories to train chatbots. CBS tech contributor Ian Schur has more on the federal suit filed today in Manhattan Federal Court. As technologies like ChatGPT have grown, one of the things that's become clear is that they are built using information taken from the web. And oftentimes we're learning without the necessary copyright and licensing agreements. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. 903 on this Wednesday, December 27th, a soggy night with temperatures dropping to the mid-40s. Good evening. I'm Jenny Glick. The top story we're following this hour, an update on that big data breach back in October that may have leaked 400,000 D.C. voters' personal information, including Social Security numbers. We're learning that many D.C. residents are just now getting official notification that they may have been impacted by the breach. The D.C. Board of Elections became aware of the data breach by the hacking group Ransom VC in early October, but it wasn't until last week that DataNet sent out an email notification to approximately 400,000 District of Columbia registered voters. The notification provides steps that voters can take to protect their personal information including details about credit monitoring. Thousands of D.C. residents who rely on government assistance to buy food may not be getting a bump up in their SNAP benefits in the new year. D.C.ist reports those who receive SNAP benefits were supposed to get the increase starting next month after a law was passed in the district. But Mayor Bowser apparently decided otherwise and will not be boosting the aid. She says there are issues with the budget and staffing. Meanwhile, the office of D.C.'s attorney general says the mayor can't do that. In a memo, D.C. AG said that the mayor must follow the law to boost benefits starting in January. D.C. says it's not clear if this memo will make the mayor change her mind. Some extra dollars in the new year. WTOP's Nick Ionelli telling us tens of thousands of employees across Maryland will be making more money. Maryland's minimum wage is going up. On January 1st, it'll increase from $13.25 an hour to $15. Although in Montgomery County, a local county law already required mid-sized businesses to pay a $15 minimum wage, while larger companies have a minimum wage of $16.70 per hour. Gina Schaefer, founder of a few cool hardware stores, which has locations in Baltimore, Silver Spring, and Tacoma, Park supports the increase. What I think it truly means for everybody, though, including other small businesses, is that the more money our employees have, the more money there is to spend in the local economy. So I think it's better for all of the local businesses in general. But others, including Melvin Thompson, who represents the Restaurant Association of Maryland, says it places additional burdens on businesses on top of higher food and product prices. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. In Virginia, the minimum wage is $12 an hour. It is $17 an hour in the district. More names were added to the National Firefighter Memorial last year. WTOP's 
Mike Marillo tells us almost 600 names were added, and the reason firefighters died was not from injuries. Not, not That's not the only reason why firefighters died was from injuries battling a fire. We live in a world of plastics and synthetics. When they burn, they give off toxins. And those carcinogens are leading to more and more firefighters being diagnosed with cancer, according to retired firefighter Steve Wiseman, who is the director of the Virginia Firefighter Cancer Support Network. In Virginia, we're seeing a higher rate of thyroid, testicular, and kidney cancer in our our members. Wiseman, who worked for several Northern Virginia fire departments, is a prostate cancer survivor. He says in January, a month of awareness, they'll be making sure firefighters and their families are aware of. The rising numbers of firefighters have been diagnosed with cancer. They also hope to encourage fire departments to adopt more cancer prevention techniques and for communities to better support firefighters who are diagnosed with cancer. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Just a few days here now left in 2023, so that means just a few more days left to figure out how can 2024 be better. These things will change. Change is hard, but it starts with resolve. And the most popular New Year's resolution for 2024 is to save more money. That's according to a new poll of 18 to 64-year-olds. Exercise more, eat healthier, and lose weight are also in the top five. And lots of us hope to live more in the moment, with 40% vowing to spend more time with family and friends, and 19% saying they want to spend less time on social media. 13% hope to cut down on alcohol this year. 3% want to become vegetarian or vegan. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, some prime changes to expect from Amazon. 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks so much, Denny. Got off the phone with a whole bunch of listeners who uh, gave us fantastic information. Interloop of the Beltway was shut down, but finally things are moving once again. It sounds like there was a bit of a second accident scene that happened there. Initially, the crash involving a tractor trailer did send the tractor trailer into the wooded area, and then there was another vehicle blocking the left side of the roadway. At some point, there were zigzagging folks down the middle. As of now, sounds like the far left shoulders, all that's getting by Interloop of the Beltway right by Pennsylvania Avenue delays now stretching back towards Central Avenue, so do be prepared for that. Also on the inner loop of the Beltway, can confirm the crash is right by 201 Kenilworth Avenue, blocking two lanes over on the left side, with delays well back towards Route 1, only growing. If you're making your way on the BW Parkway, slow going for just the sake of being slow between the Beltway and about Route 32. I'm okay with that. Looks like it's a whole lot of road spray on uh, the roadways there. Interloop of the Beltway slowing down headed through Tyson's, but no crashes reported as of this moment. Uh, worth mentioning Huntsman Boulevard right at Bridalwood Drive is dealing with an accident scene. Sounds like all traffic is shut down at Bridalwood Drive. Accident scene is involving a pedestrian through that area, so do follow police direction there. Another area where uh, road is completely shut down, Huntington Avenue, eastbound at Route 1. It's for another crash. And finally, once one Chambridge Road has actually reopened at Glebe Road and Ridge Road. That was from an earlier downed tree. As of now, looks like things are open. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. 
to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist, Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson. Cannot wait for Thursday. It's going to be a lovely day with milder conditions across the area and definitely drier. Let's talk about this evening, though. The rain easing, coming to an end for the most part well before midnight. Our temperatures will be dropping to the mid-40s to around 50 degrees by early Thursday. And high temperatures in the upper 60s. Some neighborhoods may even get up to 60 degrees for Thursday afternoon. Can't rule out a stray shower throughout the day. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 53 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing, terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 910. Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. A Fed survey shows hiring slowing next year with monthly job gains in the first quarter, about half this quarter's growth. Amazon is adding advertising to Prime Video starting January 29th. You can opt out for an extra $3 a month. Amazon is now the third largest employer in Arlington County with 8,000 employees at HQ2 behind only the federal government and county government. The Dow gained 111 points Wednesday. The S&P 500 index up just seven. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, a look back at a moment in time when peace seemed possible in the Middle East from a reporter who was there. It's 9-11. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When Freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Coming up on WTOP, police investigating a possible shooting at the Westfield Annapolis Mall. No evidence of any shots being fired right now, but the public is being asked to avoid the area. More coming up in 60 seconds. It's 912. Hi, I'm Vicki with Long Fence. As a family-run business since 1945, Long Fence has delivered dependable quality and service, installing decks, pavers, and fencing for all your residential and commercial needs. We've done a lot of that over the last 30 years, thanks to our advertising partnership with WTOP. Our exposure on WTOP has helped us grow our customer base, bringing long-lasting beauty to countless homes in the DMV area. How many times have you heard someone say, I heard it on WTOP? Well, our customer service folks hear it all all the time. When you work with Long Fence, you work with experts who have hundreds of years of combined experience in residential, commercial, and governmental projects. We've stayed in business for nearly 80 years because we've earned the community's trust. WTOP will work hard to earn yours, too. If you're looking for a competitive advantage that brings more customers to your business, go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. If you're looking for a fence company you can trust that installs quality products by experienced experts, get a free quote today at LongFence.com. 
6 a.m. Breaking news from Alexandria. 3.15 p.m. An update now on a story we've been following all day. 6.17 p.m. New information just coming in. WTOP doesn't just report breaking news and move on. We stay with the story. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 914. I'm Jenny Glick. Thanks for listening in. Now to the latest on the crisis in the Middle East. Thousands of Palestinian families are trying to get away from Israel's expanding ground offensive into Gaza's few remaining overcrowded refugee camps. The movement comes as the military launches heavy strikes across the center and south of the territory. Palestinian health officials say dozens of people have been killed. The fleeing families arrive on foot or riding donkey carts loaded with belongings. Any prospect of peace in this region seems far away. Way, but it wasn't always like this. Former ABC News correspondent John Donvin looks back 30 years ago to when Middle East peace seemed possible. Welcome to this great occasion of history and hope. Outside the White House in 1993, the leader of the Palestine Liberation Organization, Yasser Arafat, and Israel's Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin, with Bill Clinton mediating, we bid them shalom. Salam. Peace. This line from Rabin's speech became famous. We who have fought against you, the Palestinians, we say to you today in a loud and a clear voice, enough of blood and tears. Enough. And then Clinton strong arms them into the photo that said the impossible was now possible. It really felt like the engine had kick-started for the eventual creation of a Palestinian state that Israel was going to accept. It was like the first big wave of hope. I went to Gaza at this point. There are Palestinians who envision a someday prosperous Gaza as a kind of Hong Kong on the Mediterranean. I followed around a 32-year-old Palestinian man who had just given up being a lawyer to be a police officer in the newly created Palestinian Authority, the PA. For Hisham, a supporter of PLO leader Yasser Arafat, it's important to show Palestinians that those in authority now are also Palestinians. But there was a but. But when Hisham walked us through the streets of the refugee camp he grew up in, he showed us problems that have no overnight solutions. Open sewers that have been here since he was a child, running between houses where people sometimes live ten to a room. Neighbors said that if there's one thing Arafat must fix, it's the economy. Okay, so a decade goes by then, and a lot of bad things happen. Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin was shot at a pro-government rally in Tel Aviv tonight. Reports now that he has died. A giant question mark now hangs over that region of the world. Yasser Arafat died last night. The Palestinian Authority proves itself corrupt and incompetent and autocratic. The economy isn't fixed. And Israel still occupies, especially in the form of 21 settlements that are more like 21 little Israeli towns spread across Gaza. Protecting them keeps the Israeli army present. And obviously, no Palestinian state is coming into existence. All of which totally destroys the hope that had been there. And it fuels the Second Intifada, the Palestinian resistance campaign of terrorist attacks against civilians, mostly civilians inside Israel. And all of this happening in a place where hope really blossomed once. 
twice, at least, which seems hard to picture now. Just as it's hard to think of a leader who right now is going to say enough of blood and tears. That is former ABC News correspondent John Donvin reflecting on the Middle East peace process past and present. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on here at WTOP. Michigan will allow former President Trump's name to stay on the 2024 primary ballot, a ruling that contrasts other states who say Trump is ineligible due to his involvement in the January 6th insurrection. The Pentagon says a final drawdown for Ukraine to the tune of $250 million will mostly go towards air defense and artillery. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 918. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Teddy. Still watching the inner loop of the Beltway. Unfortunately, all lanes were shut down for a good while. It looks like that may still be the case. A listener did tell me that they were allowing folks to drive on past the accident scene on the inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue on the shoulder. But according to the Maryland Department of Transportation, no traffic is getting by. And based off of the cameras I'm looking at, Truthfully, I highly doubt any traffic is getting by at all right now. The delays stretching well back towards Richie Marlborough Road, almost back towards Central Avenue. Looks like they did flip a camera a little bit closer to the incident. And nope, all lanes completely shut down. Nothing is getting by on the inner loop at Pennsylvania Avenue. You're going to need to find an alternate route. Your last point to bail out is going to be at the Richie Marlborough Road exit. So be aware of this. Inner loop of the Beltway at Pennsylvania Avenue, completely closed. Inner loop of the Beltway also dealing with a crash at 201. Two lanes blocked over on the left-hand side side with delays back towards Route 1 do stay to the right. BW Parkway, a little slow headed to and from 32, but not the worst thing in the world. 270 southbound, the crash is right by the Urbana exit. It was blocking the right lane for a good while, but looks like it's been moved over to the right shoulder. No delays for it for now. Down in Virginia, northbound 395 by Edsel Road. They still got that broken down bus on the ramp to uh, Duke Street and the Little River Turnpike, so just be aware of that one as well. Celebrate the savings at Marlowe Furniture's New Year's sale. Save 60% off all Marlowe living rooms, dining rooms, and bedrooms, plus free delivery. Start your new year right and save at Marlowe Furniture. Carlos Ramirez, W. T.O.P. traffic. Feeling a little wet out there still. Let's head live to Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. We're going to, this moisture going to stick around for a while? It's uh, making its way out of here. So by a while, let's say for about another two hours and not everywhere, only those areas east of I-95 and 301. Right now, a few light showers. So in fact, also the intensity of the rain is east up. Annapolis and Bowie, some light showers. Camp Springs, too. Down toward Waldorf, La Plata and Lesby. Still a little rain left hanging on. But again, ending well before midnight. Our temperatures mid-40s to about 50 degrees for overnight. And then tomorrow afternoon, oh, with a few days left of this year, only four tomorrow is going to be the warmest, upper 50s to near 60 degrees there. Uh, might even hit 60 again for some areas just south of us down around, say, Fredericksburg. Winds will be light tomorrow out of the northwest, so a chance to dry out just a little more. Now, there is the chance for a little sprinkle, light shower during the day, but better chance for a little pesky uh, showers coming our way on Friday, and it's going to be cooler on Friday. 
down some 10 degrees, only around 50. We'll see our temperatures also over the weekend around 50 degrees, but with mostly sunny to partly sunny skies. And dry, too, as we ring in the new year, going from Sunday to Monday there, looking like the midnight temperature will be around 39 to 40 degrees. Dorrance right now at 52 in Maryland. I've got Herndon in Virginia at 51, Fort Belvoir at 54. Thanks, Veronica. And 54 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trust same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, United States Capitol Police officers arrest a man carrying a machete and knife in front of the U.S. Capitol. It's 921. Winter is approaching, and for some of our neighbors, the cold is more than just a chill. It's a struggle to keep the heat on, but you can make a difference. Make a donation to the Washington Area Fuel Fund through the Salvation Army. The Fuel Fund helps neighbors in need pay their bills during times of financial hardship. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation. Help to spread warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area this winter. Because helping a neighbor in need is a gift that keeps on giving. Everyone deserves to enjoy a McRib at least once in their lifetime. Because when you're this saucy and tangy and tasty, a life without one creates a serious case of FOMO. The McRib is back. Don't miss the classic you've been craving. Get a McRib, filet of fish or Big Mac and get another for a dollar or a mix and match. Prices and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you donate to Goodwill, you're supporting a convenient local nonprofit that offers hope to people facing difficult barriers to employment. You're providing them with training, career development, and life skills that will prepare them for success and self-sufficiency. And you're protecting our planet by keeping millions of pounds of material out of area landfills every year. When you donate to Goodwill, you're not just cleaning out your home. You're transforming lives and communities. Please donate today. Visit dcgoodwill.org for a donation center near you. You're listening to WTOP News. New tonight on WTOP, Anne Arundel County Police say there is no evidence that there was a shooting at the Westfield Annapolis Mall tonight. The department says officers have cleared the mall and wrapped up their investigation. Again, Anne Arundel County Police say there is no evidence that there was a shooting at the Westfield Annapolis Mall tonight. Today, a suspect turned himself into D.C. police in connection with the homicide of a D.C. council staffer, 28-year-old Devon Fuller. 28-year-old DeAndre Miles of Northeast D.C. has been charged with first-degree murder while armed for the shooting death. The shooting happened back on October 16th, around 5.30 in the morning. Fuller was shot and killed outside of a cleaner's. He was the father of two young children. United States Capitol Police officers arrested a man carrying a machete and a knife on the east front of the U.S. Capitol yesterday. An officer says he approached after noticing suspicious behaviors, then noticed a brick in the man's pocket. Officer asked him to toss the brick after he complied. The man also pulled out a knife and put that on the ledge. The officer then called for backup and noticed the handle of a machete under the man's clothing, ordering the man to put his hands up. The suspect has been ID'd as 23-year-old Jose Leonardo Marquez. 
U.S. Capitol Chief Tom Manger said it's another example of the vigilance and strong intuition of officers. Sports at 12:30.